What is up, ladies and gentlemen? <laughs> Welcome back to the kingdom. My name is Drums. As always, I am joined by the brothers behind King Golf, Regan and Jordan Headley. Teeing it up first from all the way up north is Reg. What's going on over there? How's the weather? The weatherman's got some big news here. It's uh, yeah. it was plus two today, pouring rain and dolphin. <laughs> uh, it's uh, January 13th, so that's not normal. Right on par for January. Uh, things are getting weird. I They canceled the buses for school tomorrow at 5.15. So oh, I think already? that might be the earliest ever. Yeah, it's, really? it's, it's a weird time right now. As you guys know, we're in uh, just got announced last week there that there's going to be another two-week extension of Code Red. So we're uh, just finding ways to keep ourselves busy around here. It's getting tougher and tougher, man. Well, George, just vote out. what about you? How's things going? Top of the evening to you, boys. <laughs> Happy to be here. Sounds like As it. As always. <laughs> we had an episode last week that never got released yet so if you're hearing this this is the second part of uh january 15th week release all the lucky fans a few of them are going to get a nice little treat this week double up we got a we got a little bit of a review from 2020 and now we got a, a special guest on tonight a golf fitness expert out of uh hamilton ontario named mark Cormier, he's the owner and operator of CSC Fitness. So, um, drums, you got anything, Dad? Not much. What's no, the countdown uh, at? We're oh Christ, ten days, something like that. Whew. Ten days till drums is a papa. The whole like all day at work, I'm just like nervously staring at my phone, <laughs> waiting for waiting for it to go off, and I got to run home and and get get shit popping, but uh no baby yet man that's crazy I, I remember when your due date was in january and it seemed like it was like uh a week so ago? far away and that yeah, no honestly doesn't seem like it was that long when all of a sudden it's like oh 10 days it's like nuts. that is unbelievable like <laughs> you're gonna be a dad in 10 days <laughs> <laughs> so let's keep uh let's Poor keep kid. let's keep drums and Alyssa. uh Give them some good vibes, some good luck, some prayers, however you want to do it, and uh, get drums through this. Or are we going to have one next week then? I guess we'll have to see. We'll see. <laughs> I, can, I can probably pull one off while she's starting labor, if right? <laughs> <laughs> We're doing a home birth, so she can just chill in the tub beside me, and I'll, I'll, I'll keep going. <laughs> yeah, my. I guess without any further ado, let's get to the show. Okay, well, welcome to uh, episode two, I guess, of 2021. Uh, we got a pretty special guest tonight, all the way from Ontario. Uh, where, where are you from, Mark, before we get going? Uh, currently, I'm living in Hamilton, Ontario, but Hamilton, I did Ontario. actually grow up in uh, Brantford, Ontario, home of Wayne Gretzky, as I see you guys are hockey fans. Beautiful. <laughs> so we kind of met Mark, I guess, through uh, the King Golf Instagram and stuff. He Found us somehow on there, ordered some head covers from us, and we've been following him on there ever since. Um, if you have a chance, check him out on Instagram. We'll get to that a little bit later. Um, but he's uh, he specializes in golf fitness, um, and his life has probably changed a little bit since the pandemic and stuff has begun, but I'm sure he's adapted. It seems like uh, he, we were talking before the show, and he... Uh, has been utilizing Zoom and FaceTime and stuff with his clients. So I guess, Mark, without any further ado, let's uh, maybe just kind of explain what you do, uh, maybe how you got into it first, and uh, just kind of what a day looks like in your life. Yeah, for sure. Uh, thanks a lot for having me. I mean, I'm uh, looking forward to chatting with you guys. Uh, like I said, it was cool that um, we met the way we did, and I bought those head covers, and, and I still love them to this day. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, no, I, um, I've, I've been in strength and conditioning now for about 12 years. I've, um, I worked, or I do work at Mohawk College, actually. I work as um, a technology in a program called Health, Wellness, and Fitness. So we basically teach people how to be strength and conditioning coaches. So I actually do that full time. Um, and then I have this side business that's uh, CSE. So golf CSE is Cormier Strength and Conditioning. Uh, and I've just thrown golf fitness on the end of it just to kind of make it obviously applicable to golfers and to showcase that that's really what I'm trying to do. 
Um, but over the last let's like dozen years, I've trained thousands of athletes from different sports, from hockey to football, to basketball, to baseball, to I've trained people that are probably going to be in the Olympics. I've trained lacrosse players that are very high level lacrosse players that went pro. Um, so I, I really worked with athletes like kind of my whole life and um, in this training world. And, and I've just been obsessed with golf for the last 10 years. So I utilized their, the knowledge that I've had and I started to take certifications. So I took the TPI certification um, and I um, learned a little bit how to kind of screen somebody for golf and, and then use kind of my background on how to build an athlete and use that knowledge with the knowledge that brings in with the golfer and, and started to kind of start training people. And I've been training golfers specifically now for about five years. And I've trained people from your everyday, I mean, 30 handicapper to pros. And I mean, everything in between, I actually train Mohawks golf team as well. So I trained some of those guys that um, play kind of on the, so they won, they got, they got pretty high in the national level the first year I, I trained them. And so I've had some pretty cool experiences already with golfers. Um, but yeah, no. So I mean, I I work in health and fitness in a in a lot of ways. I work as a, kind of an instructor, technologist in that in that fitness program, as well as I have my own business here that I, I really kind of that is more my passion. It is what I really want to do is is help golfers and, and I mean help them not only play golf for a long time but play it at the highest level, right? Right. Yeah. And so with golf, you said you've been in it for about five years, specializing in golf. Mm-hmm. So between then and now. Uh, just focusing on that, what, has that changed your golf game, like your handicap? <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. I've, I've had a lot of um, time with coaches, actually. So I'm probably like a seven or eight. I shoot kind of high 70s, low 80s usually. Um, and I mean, I was probably low 90s when I started um, with this. And I just oh, need nice. to get a, I need to get better from 100 and in. Um, but I mean, yeah, no, I'm, 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 I'm decent. I can get around the track good. And, and that has definitely helped when it, me understanding how the body moves and understanding kinematic sequences and understanding how I need to be mobile in certain areas and, and stronger and more powerful in certain areas definitely helps. Um, but I have been fortunate enough to, since I am in the golfing world, have exposure to coaches like Emma, who I work with that you see on, if you ever go into my Instagram, yep. um, she's helped me tremendously. She showed me a bunch of stuff. I've done a lot of work with Scott Cowex, who's actually um, a coach in, in this area. He's actually Mackenzie Hughes' coach. He's a, he's taught me a ton of stuff. Um, and I've worked with golf coaches from Mohawks team and, and they kind of were the first people that sort of kind of helped me with setup and, and things like that. Um, I've played golf my whole entire life. I've just never, it was probably about the last 10 years that I played a lot. Like I would always play once or twice a year. And when I was younger, I didn't have any money. And right. kind of when I started to kind of get older and, and realize how much I loved the sport is when I started to go into it a lot. And, and, and like, I've probably played it been playing it seriously for about 10 years and, and yeah, no, it's, it's awesome. And yeah, no, the goal is to be scratched, but how yeah. about you guys? What's your game? Like? That's the same yeah. kind of thing for everybody. I think yeah. uh, well, we got Rigo's. What are you Rigo? Two, one or two. Uh, one or two yeah. Nice. Um, I'd be about the same. I'm about an eight, and yeah. then Rums is uh, about a thirteen, fourteen. Nice. Yeah, yeah. So we're all so kind we of... got a couple yeah. levels here, which is which is kind of cool actually. But um, no, it's it sounds like it's pretty good. Then it sounds like you got um, some good people in your back pocket, I guess, and in, in the sense that they can help you with your golf game, mm-hmm. and you can kind of help them with the fitness side of things. So um, yeah. just looking at some videos on the Instagram, you got a pretty smooth swing actually. I was surprised. I thought for a fitness guy, you'd be all about the, uh, the swing speed there, but it looked pretty smooth. No, I'm, I've, I, I, I'm athletic, but I understand that you need to, uh, it's not about that with this. I'm not Bryson DeChambeau. <laughs> yeah, go, going back to handicaps for a second too. George says he's an eight or a nine, but he just uses that when it comes to handicapping. So I have to give him strokes, but he's probably playing down to about a five or six, five or a six now. Yeah. But oh, he shoots, likes, yeah, shoots 74, he likes, 75. He likes sandbagger. Absolute sandbagger. He likes to remain a nine handicap with me and him go out and play. <laughs> I know lots of guys like that. It'll be like Trump will kick you off the handicap system. <laughs> yeah, really? Oh, man. I wish that was true. Yeah, really. But I guess uh, to start out with, I would say um, maybe just kind of tell us how things have evolved um, in the fitness because it seems like everybody a year ago was kind of going to the gym. Um, and it's shifted to everybody kind of being at home now. And I think this is a pretty good 
time for a lot of people. I'm not too sure how many people made re- New Year's resolutions this year because it seems like we're kind of in a place where we don't know what the hell's, you know, it's not years anymore. It's like just getting through it each day. So, um, but I guess how have things changed and, and how have people been managing that in, with, in terms of your clients and stuff? Well, I mean, a lot of my clients I would see biweekly or monthly anyways. Um, a lot of the people I work with, I kind of just screen them. I kind of see them every other week to make sure they check in. And then I provide them with programs that they complete on their own. And they would kind of check in with me weekly to tell me kind of how it's going. Um, I'm going to be asking them questions about their sleep, their hydration, their mindfulness, um, their energy levels, how they feel about their workouts. Are they improving? So, I mean, I'm really on them. Um, so those clients didn't really get affected because I mean, I'm not seeing them four times a week, making sure they're working out every single day. They're already motivated. Uh, did their programs get modified because they're not going to a gym? Yes. Um, and maybe they have very limited equipment. I mean, for the most part, I, I actually gave a ton of my clients bands. And I mean, I gave one of my clients a Viper. I mean, some of them, I mean, a, a kettlebell, like whatever I kind of needed to for a bit, right? Just to make sure they kept going. But um, I think that's where it did get hurt. I mean, certain certain people are, are willing to kind of utilize technology and do this. And, and those ones, I mean, will stick around. But if someone really needs that in face-to-face or they need to go somewhere and they need mm-hmm. that push in the gym, um, this really hurts that. They, this really hurts them. And unfortunately our, our society I think is going to hurt from this and you're going to mm-hmm. see at the end of this people are going to have 20 30 pounds on them or they're just going to be their posture is going to be worse because they've been sitting for so much or, <laughs> and and actually people are going to need fitness more than they ever have but um, no it's been hard on the fitness industry and I know a lot of people who own gyms and I know a lot of people who um, are really suffering from this and and I mean I hope it comes back better but people who have been able to shift online mm-hmm. are still doing okay. It's just, it's harder. It's so much different. Like you, you just don't have uh, equipment at your disposal. You don't have, if someone's camera is not very well, it's hard to kind of see what they're doing. Uh, they might not know how to get into certain angles. So it really depends on the person if you can make it work. But unfortunately I do have, I mean, let's say 10 clients that I have been able to kind of continue that relationship with and, and keep going. And so it's, it's been okay for me, but I think overall for the fitness industry, it's been tough. Right. So go ahead, drums. I was going to say what uh, pre COVID, what was like a normal day for you then? Like how many, how many clients would you see a day would, like you said, you've, you're working at the university full time. Yeah. So and I, then you'd I've, have clients after that or what? Yeah. And so, I mean, it ranges, I mean, different times of the year. I usually try to keep it to three or four days a week that I'm training. Um, so I would train in the morning. I usually train one or two sessions in the morning and then I train in the evening, the same kind of thing. Um, and Saturday and Saturday mornings, I keep open for training. I mean, with my kids, I got to kind of keep balance before I had kids. I was not, I would be training every day after in the morning, I wouldn't care. So I would be at the college from eight to five and I'd be training before I'd be training six, six to seven, seven to eight, 10 after eight and going. If I see people bi-weekly and I'm not seeing them every, like if I only have three hours a week that I can see. I mean, one person or two people that really limits the amount of people I can see. If I can see um, more people like seeing them biweekly or once a month, um, I can still have a bigger impact and it's worked well. Um, but I am trying to kind of expand my business and because um, I am trying to kind of have more more things available for online stuff because it is it is yeah, tougher no to see kidding. people, right? On, on that, I guess, just noticing from the last year, I think some people who are a little bit well off maybe were able to get their hands on some home equipment. Mm-hmm. Um, some maybe already had but it seems like it's a really tough thing especially in rural communities where we're from um to to ship anything if you want a kettlebell or a a dumbbell or whatever everything's kind of sold out locally and you can't get anything shipped because it costs more to ship it than it does to buy it so um i guess what would you recommend to people who are just kind of getting back into it but can't really afford to spend 2000 bucks to get a Peloton or whatever they, you know, <laughs> in terms of weight though and stuff, what, do, what would you recommend for some equipment that somebody could buy? Well, you, you don't need a Peloton. Um, <laughs> I, know. I don't think anybody <laughs> needs a Peloton. No, well, there's a different ways. I mean, I'm not saying a Peloton's bad, but there's different right. ways that you can do it for cheaper than 2000 bucks. Um, I, I mean, really, to be honest, is for people that are probably looking to improve their golf swing or looking to at least be a, an effective golfer, you just need a resistance band. I mean, that's, I have workouts beyond workouts that I don't care who you are, are going to tax you the way they need to tax you. 
um, with just a resistance band. Now, are you going to be able to load your body with like in a strength phase where you're going to have your maximal lifts? No, but you're going to be able to stay in shape and you're going to be able to activate the tissue you need to, to be able to, I mean, stay mobile and stay flexible and strength and have strength in the areas you need it but you're not going to be able to probably increase your strength and power at the rate you could have with the gym, mm-hmm. but you're still going to be able to, I mean, um, create a good enough body to be an effective golfer for, for sure. So I would say a resistance band, if you can't get like, if you can get a, a small kettlebell or dumbbell, that's great. If not, it doesn't really, I wouldn't say that's the biggest, the end of the world, even mm-hmm. uses something like a medicine ball or even like a basketball, a couple of my clients have been using a basketball instead of a medicine ball because they didn't have one. Another thing you can use instead of a medicine ball is uh, a pillow. So if you use like a couch pillow, um, you'd be surprised if you start another kind of great piece of home workout equipment that I don't know what the shipping would be, would be a TRX. So have you ever heard of a TRX? Yeah. And that's like a suspension trainer that it's just, you can kind of do anything with it. Um, I know you guys have probably seen some of the the videos I've done with that tube, the, the Viper. Mm-hmm. Um, that's probably, I mean, if I would t- tell anybody to buy any piece of workout equipment, it's that, but it's, that's probably the most expensive piece of workout equipment yeah, right. to buy. Yeah. Try to ship it too. It wouldn't be cheap. Well, like the one that I use in the video, they're, they're probably a couple hundred bucks just for one of them. And mm-hmm. like, yeah, you're probably looking if it's, if it's, it'd be similar to like a dumbbell, right? Whatever that would cost for shipping. Right. So it's expensive. Yeah. But I mean, for the most part, for what you guys are doing right now. And, and I mean, as long as you have the mindset is I'm, I'm not going to be whatever the Bryson DeSham go and gam- gain all this weight and get this, get this, become this huge person, but I'm going to still be able to stay in good shape and, and um, still be an effective kind of human being. All you need is a resistance band and body weight. And you can, you can be more than, than effective. Golf fitness is kind of I a, guess for people- a newer thing, right? Like for, for like our, our dad's generation of golfers, totally. they didn't, they didn't give a shit about fitness. Right. Um, well, Tiger Woods kind of started it. He started it. Right. And everybody yeah. kind of followed suit. Um, was there anybody kind of locally or, or not even locally that you kind of looked up to in in this realm? Yeah, no, totally. Um, so yeah, Tiger Woods kind of started it and then kind of people followed suit. So you guys are aware of what TPI is obviously, right? So TPI was, I mean, Greg Rose and uh, Dave Phillips started TPI kind of around the same time as Tiger Woods was dominating golf. And, um, it's just kind of progressed into now this education kind of company that um, certifies people in fitness, in medical and in golf instruction. And um, I've had a lot of people that I look up to in that kind of world. So um, Jason Glass is a guy that uh, he's actually Adam Hadam's trainer. He's Mike Weir's trainer. He's um, Andrew Putnam's trainer. Uh, And I've been fortunate enough to the two courses that I went to, he was one of the instructors and I got a chance to really kind of talk to him and, and pick his brain a little bit. And he, um, he taught me a lot of things and he, uh, he taught me a lot of things about this industry um, as well as I kind of went through some of the stuff that he does on his, on his website as well. And that really showed me a lot um, in terms of golfers and like people that I look up to and what they're doing. I mean, I think someone like Adam Scott, Dustin Johnston, uh, person mm-hmm. that I'm trying to create in, in my, um, it's gotta be just sit-ups or not even sit-ups. So I mean, V-sits or core rotations and, and things like that. There's so much more to it now. I mean, if you look at these guys on the PGA tour, these guys are as good as any other world. And if not better, I'm marketing it as golf fitness because that's the kind of athlete I want to work with, but I'm building an athlete and I'm building an athlete that could, that will excel at any sport, but especially a rotational sport. Right. Kind of going back to the, I guess, mobility and stuff. Uh, we had Aaron Cockerell on here a couple of months ago. He's a Manitoba guy. He's playing on the European tour. Um, cool. And we kind of joked with him a little bit about getting to the course, you know, five minutes before the, the round and trying to get a good warm up in. And he said he spent about an hour um, before every round kind of getting warmed up and stuff. Realistically, for guys who have a job, I mean, I'm trying to, kind of characterize our audience as like a 30 year old uh, male about our size ish or whatever it may be. But, um, and with, with a nine to five job say, so, you know, if you had, if you had 10, five, 10 minutes to kind of get your body ready for the round, it usually takes me about six holes because I show up a minute before the round. But um, what, like what kind of things can guys do on the, on the first tee just to make sure that they're ready to roll? 
Yeah, that's a great question. Um, I mean, the biggest thing you're going to want to do is really get your lower body kind of firing, right? So, I mean, everyone says the glutes are the king of the golf swing, and it's totally true. You really need to be able to rotate and extend your hip, I mean, explosively to hit a golf shot. So, I mean, doing things like even just a few squats, overhead squats, maybe some split squats and rotations. So you're really kind of activating and kind of getting the upper body moving as well. I would do uh, opposite side swings. So I always get all my golfers to kind of do both side swings. So you kind of activate both directions. Right. Um, I would do, you can do leg swings. You could do kind of like toe touches and reach to the sky. You really want to just kind of get the whole system warmed up. Right. So you want to kind of get the muscles, the tissue warmed up. You want to get your heart rate elevated a little bit. You want to kind of start to feel a little bit of sweat. So then when you go step on that first tee, you're not stiff. Like that's really the whole goal of the whole thing. Um, I'll, I'll send you guys, um, I'll send you guys my uh, pre-round and post-round program that I sell on my website. You guys can just have it. You can tell me, let me know what you think. So this is what I give awesome. kind of all my golfers. So it's something you can do either one round or three rounds. If you do one round, it'll take you 10 minutes. If you do three rounds, it'll take you 30 minutes. So what I say to these guys or all my kind of clients is I say, you do this before you go to the golf course. So then there's no, right, okay, I got to right. do this, right? Yeah. Uh, you can do it at home. Um, if you wake up early in the morning, you're too excited and you're like, I got I, I to gotta burn, kill some time. And, and look, it's from your reaction. I know you've all done it, yeah. right? You do it two or three times. If you wake up and you're like, I got 20 minutes, I got to do this quick. You do it one time and you leave, yeah. right? right? But all it really is doing is kind of moving your body through all the planes of motions that are going to be kind of utilized in the golf swing. Um, but I'll definitely send you guys that and you can try it out, but, um, just kind of basic movements like squats, lunges, leg swings, toe touches. I mean, Y's, T's, W's, things kind of where we're activating our shoulders, uh, things along those lines would be great for the first team. Yeah. I was going to say, there's probably not a whole lot of people who are going to be doing squats in our golf league in the first yeah. team. No. Yeah. And I, and I, and I think people still have this stigma, right? They're like, I can't, do, I'm not going to be that guy, or I'm not going <laughs> to, I don't want to be that guy in the first tee doing this or hundred percent. But that's why like, I tell you, do it at home. Do it at home. Yeah, really. Yeah, the splits or whatever that is he does. Yeah, who knows what he does. It's just, it's some kind of like dance that he puts on. It's, it's a oh, culture. I couldn't move my hips like that. He like brings his knees out. like. Oh. Straight he does, out, he like, does oh. it all with a cigar in his mouth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's one of a kind, that guy. <laughs> so you mean stepping up to the first tee and just swing as hard as you can until you feel loose? So you get loose isn't hey, isn't the best way to do it. That's not the way to do it. No, trust me. So I had this guy. I had this guy, and he was like, he was a scratch golfer, and he and he played at a rattlesnake point in Burlington, which is a really nice course. And he came to me, and we were working for a little bit, and I gave him this pre round thing, and he's got a he's got a um a quad in his in his house with an E six all set up and everything. He's like, I did I didn't do the warm up one day, and I did it the next day, and I had eight mile an hour ball speed difference on most of my clubs. Oh wow! But it's it's. And I'm not saying I'm a, like, I'm a magician, magician. or anything. It's oh, just, you, you warmed up. You just warmed up. Right? Well, yeah. Like, so it shows you the difference if you actually do that. And if you don't, right. Yeah, um, definitely. Uh, <laughs> you notice too, like uh, not necessarily going through like a, a warm up, but if I'm going out to men's night and I get off work at four o'clock and I got to tee off at five and it's just a rush to get there, as opposed to going for an afternoon round when I'm at the cabin in the summer, like on a weekend, I've been yeah. doing stuff all morning. It's, it is, now that you say that, like it actually makes sense. Like you do hit it totally. farther and you're yeah. just looser and there's no. Yeah. Well, and, and you can, eight, you'll eight see. Miles an hour. Holy. Like that's a big difference, right? Yeah, like, it's huge. A, and, like he was like blown away when he came back and I'm like, seriously, it's not what I did. I just showed you what you need to do. Like literally like you just warmed up, like you just moved. <laughs> wow. And it's pretty, uh, it's pretty easy to get yourself out of the round, you know, in the first couple holes too. So. You'd be a four in no time, right? <laughs> it's true. I usually, first couple holes are usually the worst of my round. In my oh, yeah. <laughs> it sets the tone, right? It sets the tone for the whole day. Yeah, I know. And, uh, well, you, uh, get to the, you get to the course four minutes after your tea time. So, oh, yeah. obviously, you're rushed. <laughs> and then the pressure's on, too. <laughs> the first that, was main, that was my main goal in 2020 was to be a little bit more on time. And I think I'm improving. It's, it's hard to go from being late to being early, but I'm slowly yeah. inching there. So it's a process. <laughs> it's harder to do it when you're, when you're playing like in the evening, if you play like early morning rounds or whatever, on like a weekend, it's easy to, to right. make it happen, but yeah, it's harder. Yeah. Like in the evenings for sure. I still manage to do it though, but I mean, I just <laughs> try to do too many things. That's my problem. It's not a, 
I don't know. It's tough to explain on here, but everyone's problem. <laughs> I know. Um, Mark, what would you say the biggest um, misconception is, I guess, with, uh, with golf, especially golf fitness? Um, you know, you see guys like Bryson is in the headlines every week and uh, drinking six protein shakes a day and hitting it 400 yards. But um, I think that that's maybe one of them. But what would you say? For guys like us who are, you know, wanting to stay in shape and wanting to get better at golf, what should they maybe not be doing as much? Yeah, that's great. That's that's definitely a great question. I think one of the big misconceptions in the in the high elite level is that lifting weights is going to hurt you, um, and that you're going to, I mean, get a back injury or something from lifting weights. I think that the golf swing is way more dangerous than anything you can do in the gym. To be honest like anything you can do in the gym, the golf swing is a ballistic movement where you're creating so much torque and force going through your spine. Um, there's a lot more things happening in that movement than there is in a squat or a deadlift or a lunge. So um, I think the misconception that weights are going to hurt somebody is, is ridiculous. Uh, for somebody who's like 30 years old, I mean, you're still in your prime. Like, I don't like, even if you feel a little bit, yeah, exactly. Even if you feel a little bit like, Oh, I'm, I'm a little beat down or whatever. I mean, the thing I would say you need to focus on the most is getting seven to nine hours sleep at night and drinking three liters of water. To be honest, if you're not doing that, anything you do in the gym doesn't matter. So like that is kind of, that's something that people kind of think, Oh, I'm just going to go in the gym and I'm just going to, I'm going to do squats and, and lunges and throw this medicine ball around and I'm going to be in great shape. But I mean, it really comes back to the basics. Do you eat whole foods? Do you drink three liters of water every day? And do you mm -hmm. sleep? And like, that's something that I harp on my clients more than anything. So um, yeah, I'm going to show you how to move well, and I'm going to make sure that you're, you can do these things in the gym, but I mean, that's where it really starts. And I think that if you, if you would ask me one thing that, I mean, I wish I would have done better and wish I would have done earlier would have been sleep. I think a lot of people in their twenties, they just don't care and they just like do whatever. And, yeah. but it really affects recovery. And now you're seeing this stuff on, on these like whoop bands and Apple watch where you can kind of really track people's like heart rate variability. And that's like you, the whoop bands, what the PGA tour just licensed mm -hmm. with right. every one of the players have it. And um, it's pretty incredible to see like what sleep does for you or what water does, or if you're on your phone at 10 o'clock at night till 11 o'clock, right before you go to sleep, how your recovery is and um, what your caffeine to intake is things along those lines. And um, yeah, so I think that would be the first thing when you talk about exercise. I mean, I'm a big disbeliever of you need to squat, lift, lunge, pull and press. So have some kind of squatting pattern in your, in your program, some kind of lifting patterns, some kind of lunging patterns, some kind of pulling patterns and pressing patterns. I like to do unilateral and bilateral movements, meaning I'm doing one legged or one arm movements as well as two armed or, or two legged, especially so with a golfer, because a lot of the times we have an imbalance because we swing one way all the time. Right. right. So you want to do a lot of stuff that's on one leg or on one or with one arm so that we're not kind of cheating when we use both legs or both arms at the same time. Um, in terms of like pulling and pressing, I, you're going to do vertical and, and horizontal presses and pulls. Um, and these are kind of things that like, I think people get fix, fixated on, like, I got to do back and biceps and I got to do like chest today. And like, I, I pretty much never have done that or never will program that for people. Every time you're going to work out, it's going to be whole body and just maybe right. emphasize something a little more than another day. Um, but it's always emphasized with those kind of um, five things in my mind. And then I just kind of progress off that based on your ability. So, I mean, like I said, sleep, water, um, and I mean, make sure you're doing whole body kind of movements that are really focusing on those major lifts. I got two follow-up questions on that. The first one would be on sleep and water. Uh, for guys who, who don't have the swoop thing, is there a way to kind of hold yourself accountable to that and, and, and track it other than a, a standard notepad, I guess? Um, I, I mean, a lot of the times you can do it on your phone too. Like if you have an iPhone, there's mm -hmm. ways that you can track your bedtime and you can literally set a bedtime on your phone and say like at 10 o'clock, it'll, it'll give you an alarm, like time to go to bed. And then you have an alarm in the morning. So you'll understand kind of what your sleep pattern is, but if you're not wearing wearable technology, you're not going to kind of understand your heart rate variability. You're not going to understand kind of your, um, your REM sleep or your sleep patterns. Cause you're just not going to see that. Right. You'll be able to understand your duration, which is still important right? It's definitely important, but it's just not going to give you the same insights as like these whoop bands are nuts. Like they saw somebody's heart rate. Like I, I forget who it was. Um, um, Henley, I think he, uh, his heart rate in two of the days he was wearing it was elevated at these certain times and they knew he had COVID. They're crazy. Oh, yeah. 
Oh, it's shit. so it's so incredible what these things what these things are telling you, right? So um, it's just taking it to the next level. Like, but yeah, like let's say twenty years ago, that's how people tracked it. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Just we've just progressed. Right. Now with all this technology, like who knows what's coming? Yeah. <laughs> and I guess the second part of that would be um, the nutrition part. So for for guys like us, say who mostly do ninety percent would be just men's night, and you know you're gonna have three, yeah. four, or five beers and a uh, smoky at the turn. But, uh, and, but once in a while, you kind of need to be, you play in a serious tournament or you want to be a little bit more uh, serious on the course and you want to have, do all that you can to play your best. So what do you, what would you take on the course for uh, a snack or what would you eat at the turn? If you had the option to, what do you usually suggest for nutrition on the course? I definitely, I mean, a ton of water. Um, I like to put electrolytes in your water, depending on who you are. Um, if you sweat a lot, if depending on if you're a bigger person or smaller person and you're going to sweat even more, uh, in terms of food, uh, a lot of people, I would, I would love to say like trail mix and fruit mm-hmm. and vegetables, uh, maybe some kind of like beef Turkey or some kind of like, um, sausage or something along those lines. Uh, or, or you could even, if you want to go a little simpler, just peanut butter and jam sandwich. I mean, that's going to give you enough, right? Like, so what you're really looking for is to have some kind of, um, complex carbohydrate that's going to last for the whole entire round, uh, as well as you want some fats, cause that's, what's going to give you energy for a longer period of time. If you have things like fruit or people go and get like, like a bag of chips, that's all simple carbohydrates that just burn away right away. It's full for the whole entire round. And that's when you're on 15 and then you get triple bogey, double bogey, you finish the round. Like, what am I doing? I lost all my energy. Right. Every round. Um, yeah. But I'll send you, I'll actually send you guys. I, so all my clients, I send them, I have a, it's about a 50 page document that I've created that um, just kind of gives you a bunch of tips about what to eat, as well as I have some other kind of infographics that I send my clients. I'll send them to you guys so you can see them. But I mean, it comes back to, just like what I was saying before, you don't, you want to eat whole foods, you want to um, drink water and it, and it depends on the person, right? Like not, some people are like, I'm not eating trail mix. I'll never eat nuts. Like I'm not doing that. Right. And those are the type of people who say, all right, peanut butter and jam sandwich. Right. But um, that would kind of be, I'd say the gold standard, like to eat that kind of stuff. Um, but if you can't, I mean, that still is effective. Back to Bryson. He seems to be a hot topic for absolutely everybody yeah so fitness wise what are your thoughts on uh his whole his whole thing last year uh i think what bryson DeChambeau has done is incredible and uh I would so is, never he, not... is he the guinea pig and everything's going to be like him from now on how I don't it think was so. with tiger no i don't think so i don't think so no. but he is i think well i think people are going to keep trying to push that boundaries in terms of like getting a 47 inch driver and right yeah maybe getting a little bit bigger but what Bryson DeChambeau, he just created. So what you need to do to hit the ball farther is create more force. What does force equal? Mass times acceleration. So he kept his speed and got bigger. Yeah. Right. So that's all it is. And he created more force. And now he's hitting the ball farther. Right. Um, I think what he's done in the gym is is incredible. I think the discipline to be able to do what he did is unbelievable. And even the skill set to be able to kind of still keep that swing and swing the club um, while gaining all that weight. And I mean, his, his coordination must've been a little bit off or like he had to have been doing so many other kind of drills outside of those heavy lifting days to maintain that kind of like neuromuscular connection and, and coordination and balance and proprioception. Like it's pretty incredible, but I just don't know if he can withstand it. Like, I feel like that putting that kind of force and torque into your spine for a long time. And I just don't see it lasting. Like I, I think it's amazing. And I, and yeah. I think it's so cool to see, but it's just like, is that going to last 20 years, 30 years? And that's what a golfer's career is should be, really. Yeah. Right. It should be. But I mean, he's like 27, I think, or 26. So yeah. like yeah, he's, he's got another, old. he's got another 15 solid years, like at least. And like, and in five years, if your back is just screwed, like look at tiger tiger was, doing it in a different way. His swing was just so explosive. Right. Yeah. Right. It wasn't, he didn't have the extra mass that was going into it. It was just the torque he was throwing into his lumbar yeah. spine every time that it created that, that issue. Right. But um, I think it's incredible. I just think, I just don't see it lasting. I hope it does though. I'm cheering for Bryson. I'm pro Bryson. <laughs> oh my. I think we <laughs> kind of are on the, all on the pod too. Cause we all kind of thought that he wasn't getting enough credit for what he actually did. And like you said, like he, he basically sat down and, and did a math problem to figure out how he could swing hard or get more, uh, like miles out of his, out of his yeah. swing. Yeah. To just yeah, hit it further. Yeah, totally. And it's, it's, it's amazing, right? It's, 
and even like, think about it. I mean, think about how hard it is to control your nutrition and, and tr- eat that much and be that disciplined as a, somebody who has millions and millions and millions of dollars. Too, right. right. Like yeah. um, it's incredible. Like he must've been, he's working out. I was seeing something like three or four hours a day. He's like, he's eating eight or nine times a day. Like that's a, <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, It's beyond like <laughs> commitment and dedication to it. It's just, he's on yeah. a whole nother planet compared to these other guys. And they put in a lot of work. Even guys like DJ there at the gym every morning, DJ gets up maybe five or six in the morning, works out every day, which is, you know, beyond what 99% of the world does. And then Bryson's a whole nother level from another level. Yeah. Oh, and 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 every person on the PGA tour is nowadays. I mean, there's the, the odd person that's not in, let's say they look like they're in the greatest physical shape, but all of those guys, I'll tell you, are good movers. They're in good shape. Some of them might just have some extra weight on them. Mm-hmm. Um, but all of those guys are working out at least once a day, if not twice a day. A lot of them are working out and doing some kind of strength or power workout or endurance workout, as well as a corrective workout and a mobility workout, as well as they're getting um, in soft tissue work done. Like they're getting massages mm-hmm. every day or every other day, or they're being stretched every day or every other day. It's in, it's not even an even playing field. <laughs> like you couldn't no. even, like you or I couldn't You're do that. Right. No, yeah, like, you know, <laughs> that's their job right but i mean some of the guys that i train that are high level i mean they're working out every day and and, and try some of them are trying to do two at two times a day and they'll, they'll do it in the morning and at night just depends how much you want it right or how bad you want it mm-hmm. yeah one thing for me i, I wish in the summers i kind of slack off a bit on the workouts and just because after go, after work i go golf but um, I've always wanted to work out in the mornings and do you have any like advice or tips for that? Because I'm always, it was more so when I was at the gym and there's a little bit heavier weights, but do you have any tips for kind of getting going in the morning and making sure you don't, I was always pretty afraid to, I was going to bugger something up in my body just because I'm not fully not loose. Yet, yeah. Right? loose. Um, yeah, no, I mean, there's, I mean, my, my biggest tip would, would be to, to get up in the morning and try to get up, I mean, half an hour earlier than you think you're getting up. So um, you just have a little bit more time to adjust to it. Uh, mm-hmm. But that obviously means going to bed earlier. And a lot of people, that's where they, they lose it, right? If you need to get up earlier, they don't go to bed earlier. And then that, then they're even more worse and worse for wear in the morning because they're even more tired. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing I would say would be to drink a big glass of water right when you wake up. A lot of the times you're stiff because you're dehydrated. Right. So if you drink a big glass of water, that'll also help kind of wake you up a little bit. Um, coffee. <laughs> I don't know if you guys drink coffee, but <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> I've, I've been getting up and I mean, I have a one month old. I mean, this morning I was up at almost four 30 in the morning. It's like, I don't know what I would do without coffee, but um, no, this, I, I think that you need to kind of just, I mean, do it and get up. I mean, I, to be honest, I don't, I don't know anybody that I've ever worked with that once I got them to start working out in the morning would want to work out later. It's just yeah. the best way to start your day and then it's done and there's no excuses. I feel like that's definitely the case for sure. Mm-hmm. But you got to get up earlier, right? I know, and it's, yeah. e- it's easier now, but you even have less of an excuse, right? If you don't got to go to the gym, you just got to do it at your house. Right. That's exactly right. Yeah. But you, you, but you, you it happens. Yeah. You made a good point about, um, I mean, half the golfing world, that's what they do. They, they're like, I'm going to get in such good shape this winter. As soon as the golf season comes, they stop. Yeah. And then they come back and see me in the fall and their body is screwed up. I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. And then, so we got to fix them. We kind of got to go through that whole process again. I've actually created um, a four month program for uh, an in-season training program for this year for, um, for golf that I'm going to kind of lay out in the next couple months. I just need to shoot all the videos for it. I've actually created the program. But I'm hoping that if I put this out in the world a little bit more, um, more people will buy into it. Like a lot of my my higher level people, they still work out. But I know that, I mean, the majority of the golf world that they just, they're like, oh, I golf in the summer. I know. Right. Uh, yeah, I exercise today. I went golfing and rode around the cart and drank beer. For <laughs> yeah, I had 10 beers. And yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah this is, uh, it's definitely super interesting. I, I'm not, uh, I'm not sitting here selling because I'm disinterested. I'm, uh, well, I've been golfing for 25 years and I, I don't think yeah. I've ever even considered nutrition. I don't think I've considered how sleep would affect it. I don't think I've considered mm-hmm. the, the hydration. I, there's just, it's, it's super interesting. And I, mm-hmm. I don't know, this is, uh, this is very interesting for me. Rigo, you kind of just started getting going again, eh, into the workout world and you're doing some stuff from home. So you could, probably- yeah, I've been doing my own, my own, <laughs> home workouts just as best as I can. I, I hardly have any equipment. I've just been doing body yeah, stuff, but 
I'll send you guys, I'll send you guys my power for golf just as a gift for having me on. So that'll be one thing I'll send you guys. So I said, I'm going to send you the nutrition stuff, right? Nutrition. What else did I said I was going to send you the um, pre-round stuff. So I just made a note. I'll send you guys that stuff when we're done. So I'll give you something that you can do at home. Power for golf is a great program that I created. It's probably one of the, my, one of the most, my favorite programs I've created, let's say, and you don't really need much equipment at all and you can do it at your house. Perfect. Um, so that could be something that you can do. Um, and then the nutrition, I'm going to send you a book that you might want to read. Um, there's a book um, on nutrition for golf. I think uh, I think it's called Hole in One Nutrition by Robert Yang. Um, but I'll send it when I send you all this stuff. I'll send you awesome. a link to it. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, it's like anything else. Fitness training has evolved so much in every sport. I mean, if you look at every single sport across the board, the athletes are getting bigger, they're getting better, they're getting faster. And yep. it's because they're utilizing all these other things. I mean, before it was like, we just need to work out, but now we're understanding recovery a lot better. We're understanding um, how visualization and mindfulness and meditation and, and how that impacts our games and, um, and nutrition and everything as well. And um, yeah, it's, it's so interesting. It is. And it's interesting now that we have these wearable technologies that we can kind of see it and we see data. And I'm, I'm definitely a data junkie with everything, like all in right. terms of like, with what i'm training even like i'm sure you guys track your rounds and everything like i want to know all that stuff too right yeah um and it's and if if you're committed there's so many things you can do for your health now in terms of understanding what, what's going on in your body and, and, and really making the right choices for you um whereas before there was a lot more generic stuff in the world and and now you really can talk to somebody who can really program based off your your abilities they can look at this wearable technology and and advise you based on you should be sleeping like this or you're not doing enough of this and yeah it's it's a great time for the world of health and fitness for sure for that you you talked about the uh the rem when it comes to sleep like i have one of these garmin watches that tracks that but and i check mm -hmm. it i check it just to see if i'm awake basically throughout the night and the movement through the night but so and I, I could probably just look this up online instead of wasting your time. But like, what, what do you, what do you want the most of in a sleep? Like when you want more REM sleep and deep sleep, you don't want to be active when you're sleeping. So um, yeah, I mean, the more of that, the better. I don't think you, I can sit here and say you need to have five hours of that or 10 hours of that. I mean, it's going to be different depending on you. Um, but I mean, yeah, obviously more REM sleep or deep sleep is, is what you're looking for. Um, and that's another thing you're going to see, like, and that's the cool thing about this wearable technology is that those are the numbers that change based on, let's say you had a beer that night. Let's say you had coffee later in the day that day. Mm -hmm. Let's say you, you, you had a lot of sugar late that night let's say you sat on your phone for, I mean, two hours before you actually went to bed or on your computer. If you start to manipulate some of those variables, you'll see those numbers change. And that's the coolest part about that. And if you want to really get, and I mean, obviously this is taking everything to another level, right? And I mean, you don't have to be that kind of nuts into it if you don't want to, but I mean, it's available and it's out there if you want to kind of take your your life and your health to the next level. And, it, and it's, it's cool. And um, hiring somebody like me, I, and I'm, I don't know what's available out there, but I mean, to kind of lead you in the right direction goes a long way. And, and like I said, like some people don't, they don't, they don't hire me for three times a week, four times a week. I might advise somebody for, I mean, 10 times a year, eight times a year. I mean, that's not really out of people's budgets. Right. And I right. mean, it goes a lot, a lot, a long way rather than just kind of trying to go into it blind yep. and like, I mean, just having someone giving you advice and saying, this is what you should do in the gym and this is what you should be doing. I mean, it really can help. Mark, sure. you mentioned uh, the sleep and the mindfulness and all that kind of stuff. That's kind of one of the main focuses we've had on this podcast. Um, so without, you know, getting too far into things, what's maybe a couple of things that have changed from your getting a little bit more serious about golf in terms of the mental side? Um, is there anything that you can specific, specifically think of that has evolved through that time? Um, well, I definitely meditate now and I didn't when I started. Um, I'm the type of person that is definitely in my own head. I'll be, I mean, couple over going into 16 or 17 and then double yep. the last couple holes. Right. And, um, um, but I mean, yeah, no, I, I meditate. Well, I, I want to say every day, I'm going to say five days a week. Um, I use the calm app. I need guided meditation. I've tried to do just kind of, you, there's lots of things you can do. You can do mantras, you can do deep breathing, uh, you can do visualization. Um, I, I definitely have utilized more guided meditation and deep breathing than anything. And I mean, I've noticed changes in my whole entire life in terms of just kind of how I react to stress or how agitated I get in certain situations. Um, but definitely on the golf course, when you're starting to feel like, oh, I'm just kind of overwhelmed and you kind of just come back to your breath, it goes a long way. Mm -hmm. Um, but I always recommend to start with guided meditation because it kind of just helps kind of teach you. Yeah. Um, and I mean, there's, there's a ton of different apps out there, but the one that I've, I've always used is the calm app. 
Um, and yeah, no, it's, it's great. It's, it's amazing. There's also um, books. I can send you another book too. Um, Dr. Brett McCarb. Oh, what is that called? Do I have it here? I don't think I have it here. Well, this is part of it, the game plan. So this is the second part of the book, uh, The Mind Side Manifesto by Brett McCarb. Um, and this guy's a sports psychologist. Okay. And so the, the Mind Side Manifesto is actually a book that talks about like creating a manifesto for yourself. Like I'm going to do better. I'm going to kind of be this person. And this is a game plan where you actually write through this book and you like go through like exercises about um, how you're going to kind of change your mindset and change kind of the way you look at certain things. And it's cool. And I, and I did get a lot out of it. And that's one of the exercises that I've done. And that's a TPI kind of recommendation. He's affiliated with TPI. Um, but I mean, it's different for everyone. If you look at someone like Jason Day, he's really big into visualization and he really utilizes kind of going through every hole and, and really thinking about it. Whereas someone like Rory says he hates it and he can't do it. And he says, all he does is deep breathing. He's like, right. I can't meditate. I can't, can't deal with it, but I can deep breathe. Right. So you got to kind of really figure out what you can do or, or what's right for you. And I mean, meditate, meditation is hard. Like you got to sit there and try not to think. <laughs> I know. You think it would be easy, but it's not easy. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not. And, and I've kind of tried, uh, what's the other one there? Headspace. Headspace? Yeah, I tried yeah. that. I really like that one too. I, I also got the calm one that I'm into now mostly. Um, but yeah. I have also tried just kind of what, what meditation is actually supposed to be, which is just sitting there without any, any, anything mm -hmm. going on. Right. But it is yeah. hard to do that. It's hard to, so hard like commit so hard. That because it's like what the hell am i doing here and yeah. uh it's hard to keep your mind in a, in a good spot there but so that book that you said the is it the game yeah the game plan would be like the workbook for the mind side manifesto right okay and so has any of that like directly translated into your golf game um, well, yeah, no, because I'm looking, I'm taking the experiences that they talk about in the book and, and kind of thinking about that. Like, I mean, I think a lot of people put so much pressure on themselves. Like, if I miss this putt, it's going to like ruin my life. Like, I mean, at the end of the day, like, who cares? Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, and actually, you know, one thing that really helped the mental side of my game was having kids because it was like, I'm so tired. I'm so like stressed <laughs> out about everything else in my life. I just want to enjoy this golf round. I could care less what I shoot. Yeah. And then you shoot right. your best round because right. you're just so over like everything else in your life. Right. Um, so I think that like people just overthink everything and you need to really kind of be able to bring yourself back to a calm state. And however you can do that, whether you utilize some of the, the things we talked about in terms of mindfulness, or you can figure out in some of these books and there, there's other books too on, on sports psychology too, that are great, but um, yeah, you just got to find what works for you. Right. Mm -hmm. Do you uh, like, obviously you teach, teach fitness and health at, at college and uh, you have clients like, yeah. do you work out as you, as you kind of help people or, or do you still, after all this, you go and work out? Like that's gotta be pretty tough to preach it all day, talk about it all day. And yeah, then I'm go home and still do it yourself. Yeah, I do. I'm definitely hooked to an exercise. I work out all the time. Yeah. I work out a couple well, times awesome. a day. Yeah. 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 No, I'm, I'm fortunate that I have the gym at my house. Right. So that's at my house, the gym you see online, that's at my house. I also have, oh, really? yeah. Oh. And I have a concept two rower and I have a, my bike in the basement too. So, um, I go out of, in and out of waves with training. I pretty much do some kind of cardio um, at least every other day, usually almost five days a week. Probably um, I do some kind of cardio, whether running, cycling or, or um, rowing. And then I would lift probably four or five times a, uh, a week. And then I'm probably doing mobility almost every day. So I'm, I'm working out a lot, but I'm doing that in like 20, 30 minute pockets. Mm -hmm. That's the difference between kind of, I think what people think when I say that they're like, how do you do that? It's right. like, you, how do you have three hours a day? It's like, I'll work out for 30 minutes and do my strength training. And then I'll do my cardio for 30 minutes and I'll do my mobility for 15 minutes. So it's really not that much more. Um, wherever you can find the time. Whenever I find the time, but it's, it's good that my, my little guy comes in the gym with me all the time. And like, he like deadlifts the little weights now and stuff. And like, yeah, no. And it's nice. Like I even have, like, I got a sky track at my house. I got a full simulator at my house so I can wow. hit balls and everything here too. Right. So it's, I mean, I'm pretty hooked up here in terms of that. Um, and that's definitely helped my golf game as well. <laughs> It's phenomenal. Yeah. But it's really like, I've always been like that with, I've always, I needed to move. I've always been like, I got to do things. I, even though I was an athlete my whole life. And like, so it's, it's some people, it's hard to get that motivation. And you just got to figure out what they, what motivates them. Like, what is it that makes you click? What is it that's going to get you up? And, 
it's not one size fits all. And that's the hardest thing about fitness. Everyone's looking for that, that one right. answer yeah. and it's different for everyone. So you got to figure out what it is for you. I guess for that, um, we can, we're almost at a 45, 50 minutes here. So we'll kind of start wrapping up here a little bit, but, um, in terms of your business, I guess, uh, if someone like, uh, someone like me or these guys here wanted to reach out to you, like, what, what would you recommend for, uh, a program or the cost, like just maybe give uh, our very small audience just kind of what your packages look like, just in case anybody's interested in it. Yeah. So I, um, I still, I do offer virtual training as well, where I could still train somebody online th through something like this. Um, all of my training is 75 bucks an hour. Um, I do offer memberships. So uh, I do have a couple memberships, but I'm pretty much, I'm almost sold out of my membership. So I, there's one, you, there, I have one left that's the Eagle membership and that's 600 bucks a month where you would actually see me twice a week. Um, I have one left of my birdie membership, which is 300 and that's once a week. Um, and I'm actually not sending selling any more of the pars at this time, but I also have programs. So I have programs that you can buy off me that um, I've just kind of like over the years, I've created so many programs that I've kind of figured out what works, right? I figured out what's going to work for a certain type of person. And I've created these well-balanced programs. Um, and then I, what I actually do with my athletes is I modify them based off who they are, but it really comes from all these programs. So I have, um, I have a 16 week program for golf. that's actually 30% off right now. And it's, um, it's 200 bucks minus 30. It'd be $140 right now. I, I have a multi-pack program where you can get power for golf, which I'm going to send you guys strength for golf. Um, my mobility programs and it's a couple hundred bucks. Um, I'm power for golf and strength for golf are programs that I've created. And those are a hundred bucks each. Um, and I have T-spine and hip and hip mobility levels one to three. So three different levels of mobility for your T-spine and your hips, which obviously are very um, important in golf. Um, those are each 50 bucks. Um, I created this new program called major movements decoded where I actually literally go through, um, like five or six different patterns for squats, lifts, lunges, pulls, press. And I literally, it's, I have a hundred minutes of video that I've created. Um, and that's 50 bucks. And that's something I actually give to all my clients too. I'll send that to you guys too, actually. Um, so, I mean, there's, there's a lot of things that I have that I've, that I can put out. I mean, I have an ebook. I saw one of you guys, Jay, you downloaded my ebook, right? Yeah, I did today. Yep. So I have a, an ebook mobility for golf. Yeah. So that's cool. There's a lot of good resources in there. Um, this year I plan to put out, like I said, a, a, a new membership with it. That'll be a little bit cheaper. I'm thinking about 20 bucks a month. Um, and you'll get like a weekly workout from me. You'll get tips from me like every couple of days. Like um, it'll be just be something at a lower scale for people who still want to work with me, but don't want to spend all that money. Um, I'm going to have a webinar series. that's going to come out probably in March, um, a five kind of series that'll go on different topics, uh, in terms of golf and fitness. Uh, I might do another ebook for by the end of the year. We'll see how kind of motivated I get, but those are kind of the things I'm hoping. Those are kind of, that's my laundry list. This You're year. busy yeah. enough, man. Holy smokes. Going on. <laughs> yeah. Gotta uh, do it. You gotta do it, right? Why not? Absolutely. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> so everything's available for anybody. Uh, who's was it CSC golf fitness.ca? Yeah, CFC, yeah, CSC golf fitness.ca. I'm on, uh, follow me or subscribe to me on YouTube. I'm on YouTube. I put out different stuff on YouTube as well. Um, another thing I started actually really recently was I started an open group on Facebook called golf fitness tips. So what I really want to do with this group is I want to kind of create a community where, um, people can kind of just go and get different topics about fitness. And I'm not going to be the only one that actually, uh, put stuff on there. I'm hoping to get other fitness professionals. And I want to just create this big golf community, um, with people that are interested in improving kind of their quality of movement. And obviously that's going to improve their games. Uh, so that's another thing that's coming out, but, um, yeah, awesome. my, how most people find me is Instagram. I have a ton of followers on Instagram. I post stuff all the time on Instagram, uh, CSC Golf Fitness. I'm also on Twitter, Facebook. I'm on all the the major kind of sites like that. But uh, most people can contact me through there. Um, and yeah, or my email address, markcormier0 at gmail.com. Mark, what was the name of that um, group on Facebook, Golf? Uh, golf Fitness Tips. Tips, okay. Yeah, and I'll send you all this you stuff. Request. I'm actually going to, uh, I'm going to watch the tiger thing after this. Have you guys well, seen the, it yet? Uh, the, uh, the, the HBO doc. Yeah. I haven't, I haven't watched the first one yet. My buddy yet, gave no. it to me. No. So that's, I'll, I'll send all this stuff to you while I watch that after this. We were, we were talking about that last week. I don't know. 
I, these guys said they weren't going to watch it just because it's it's more on the, the salacious stuff. I think I've so. read the book. I, I already know what it's going to be. I've read the oh, book. Oh, okay. So I can only imagine. <sighs> it's going to be yeah. They're gonna they're definitely going to cut them up. But I'm obsessed with Tiger Woods, so I, I will listen to anything they talk about Tiger Woods. Absolutely. Yeah. I just hate that. Join join the club. Stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay, well, round, we'll round out here. Just with a couple quick rapid-fire questions. We like to change these up a little bit uh, with the different guests we've had on. So first question would be for you. Um, what's your favorite app or most app, used app on your phone? Um, probably my Calm app. Calm? Yeah. More than Instagram? Well, I guess less used, but your favorite one. I would say I, I love social media, but I hate social media. Yeah. Absolutely. Because I'm addicted all the to same it, boat but right I, now. yeah. Well, like I need it for business, and I'm addicted to it, and I like to look at it for certain things, but I I hate the amount that I'm on it. So I, that's why I, I say, say that exact. <laughs> I say that exact statement five times a day. If yeah, I didn't I have to run our King Golf Twitter, I'd be off Twitter. But yeah, oh, you run King Golf Twitter, so yeah, you're there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I totally get it. Yeah, I know. I'm the same kind of way too. It's uh. <laughs> It's tough. Hopefully things change a little bit here with the privacy stuff and whatever they got going on. Hopefully there's a little bit more options and, and uh, decentralized yeah. a little bit. I agree. Uh, second, second question would be um, if you could golf one course in the world, where would it be? Uh, Pebble beach. Pebble beach. That's pretty common. I think that would be mine. Too. I will golf Pebble beach too. Come on. We all should golf Pebble beach. It's public. I know. Yeah. yeah. True enough. Right. Just costs. I think it's five hundred American, but whatever. Yeah. Once. I think, I think, I think it I, might be going up actually too. <laughs> yeah, probably. What, well, I guess, uh, what's the best book you've ever read? Oh, best was... book I've ever read is um, "Relentless" by Tim Grover. So, "Relentless" is Tim Grover is actually Michael Jordan's trainer. Was Michael Jordan's trainer when he was in the NBA? He was actually Kobe Bryant's trainer, and he was Dwayne Wade's trainer at the start of his career. Oh, really? And this guy is like, and even if you're not into basketball or fitness, this guy is the most motivating person you'll ever listen <laughs> to or read in your life. Literally, it's like I can't even explain. It's like sitting at the edge of your seat while reading, and like you're going 100 miles an hour because this guy is so intense. Um, <laughs> but um, that would definitely be my my favorite. I've never heard of that one, so that's a good Check answer. <laughs> what uh, What's your favorite workout song if you're trying to get through your workout or you need uh, a big a big pump or whatever you want oh. to call it? What's What's your workout track? Right now, I would say I'm probably listening to uh, Drake, Laugh Now, Cry Later, would be with the one that's on my top of my song list. Um, but I like any kind of like rap music or like dance music is pretty much what I listen to. Anything upbeat? Yeah, anything upbeat. Anything that's going to kind of get me going. I think that's all we got. Do you guys have any more questions for Mark here, fellas? I mean, I probably have about 1,600, but I'll uh, – <laughs> it's, it's all good. This was uh, – this is definitely the most interesting pod I've ever awesome. I've ever listened to, and it's, it's, it's uh, ours, I guess. So it's, it's good. Yeah, well, thank you. I appreciate it. I'm eager to try out your programs and then have you oh, back on out. and we can. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. That, that's one thing that, uh, <laughs> that's one thing that this, this uh, slowdown, I guess has, has been a good thing is you can kind of connect. We we're getting a little bit more comfortable doing this kind of stuff. hundred uh, you know, percent. If, if, if this never happened, we might not be talking to each other right now. So it is yeah. nice. You can kind of just take an hour here and, um, so hopefully we can have you on again sometime soon, Mark. Um, I, I would just, I would just say thank you very much for coming on and, and in advance for the things you're going to send. Hopefully we can uh, pass that on to anybody who's interested and hopefully we have some people listening who are uh, going to check out your stuff. So Mark has an awesome Instagram channel. He has a video. I remember it was about one a day, but I think it slowed down a little bit. Hey, yeah, I used to do a lot more. I, I, to be honest, I don't have the time as I just kind of told you. Um, yeah, I you still, do, I, I try to do a few a week. Is kind of what I'm at right now. A few a week, yeah. So there's, uh, there's some minute videos. There's some IGTV as they are, and, and a little bit longer ones. So if you have a chance, check that out. Um, so thanks a lot, Mark. We, we sure appreciate you being on here and, um, take care over there, and hopefully we'll, uh, we'll talk to you soon.
thanks guys yeah. it was a lot of fun and uh the same to you stay safe and yeah i know i look forward to talking to you guys again soon okay awesome thanks, thanks buddy thanks boss appreciate it yeah. well once again we would like to thank mark very much for being on here we all learned a lot, especially uh, Reggie seemed to be quite intrigued throughout the episode. So we're going to look forward to Mark's um, material and keep following him on Instagram. And uh, well, I'll throw it over to drums here to round us off. Absolutely. Everybody make sure you check out uh, Mark's socials. Uh, as he said, CSC Golf Fitness on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all that stuff, as well as CSCGolfFitness.ca to check out his programs and memberships. Uh, as he said, he's got uh, some limited availabilities, but definitely check those out. Um, he's going to send us some stuff, so we'll definitely dive into them and give you guys our thoughts. And, and like we said, we'll try to get him back on and and dive into them more. But let's wrap it up for this week. Uh, like we said off the top, we'll, we'll maybe be dealing with uh, with a baby next time. Who knows? We'll, we'll see what happens here. Uh, but no, let's peace out for this week. Check you later. Love you, boys. Okay. Love you, boys. Talk soon. Bye.